everyone please stand as the Fort Payne High School Junior ROTC presents the colors and the Fort Payne Bobcat Band plays our national anthem.
finish striping our letters. Yeah, usually they'll they'll start striping those up. They may, a few guys may have the stripe down the middle, and then they'll put the FP on next week before the first game. The Fort Payne's in the uh, Vegas gold pants, black jerseys, black helmets with the Vegas gold stripe and white stripe on the side, white numbers. Uh, am I right? Fort Payne uh, is getting some new jerseys this year. Well, that's new to me. If you know that, then you know more than I do. So. I, think, I think I heard Miss Holly say something about it. If you notice, um, some of the players are wearing different jerseys. I, I heard that the jerseys hadn't quite come in yet or something, but I know they don't have them on now. I just run that by you. Uh, well, that's <laughs> new to me. I have been running around with uh, flag football, seventh grade football, eighth grade football, and uh, running a youth group driving a bus, so I really don't know been, if we're been, been busy. I haven't been real busy. I don't know about the jerseys, but we can find that out. We'll, we'll ask Coach Elmore next week. And I think, if I'm right, you guys can correct me, listeners, if you hear, you can swing by the front window here, but if I'm right, last year, the Fort Payne Wildcats in end zones was just white, and now they have it outlined in Vegas gold. Did they have the outline last year? Um... I, think they would, I don't know. I the reason think. I say that, because I, I, I thought I remember in my head thinking, well, that's disappointing. It's just black and white. Hmm. But that's I could be wrong. Maybe they did it. Maybe I just didn't pay attention. We can, we can, I can find that. <laughs> that's question number two, and we will have some answers by next week. There's Mr. Mike Bruce. Mr. Mike. Yes, yes, I guess this is Oxford. He knows. My old, my old uh, Auburn uh, roommates <laughs> tell me who, who we're playing, make sure I get it right. You've got to make sure. <laughs> yes, yes. That's Mike Brewis. In case any of you listeners want to know who that is, if you see him, give him a hard time. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, you're right though. We do have a lot of black and gold in Northeast Alabama. A lot of black and gold. That was the first thing I noticed when we moved up here is how many black and gold schools are up this way. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm from I'm from Central Alabama, and Oxford is really Oxford and Macadory. Yeah. Only black and gold schools yeah. I knew of down that way. All right, Fort Payne enters the field to the playing of the band Fort Payne Fight Song. See, some of their jerseys, uh, they have shoulder stripes okay. up here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a new jersey or another, or another, just a different one they had in that's the old interesting. locker. Yeah. I'll have to find out and try to get an answer to that question. I think Holly, all the hot, what I heard Holly say is those might be the JV, new JV jerseys, and they came in, vars but Varsity didn't, maybe. Okay. Is that right? Did you say that? You said that. Holly's saying she did. Okay, I'm making stuff up, folks. Don't pay attention to what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know I heard Jersey talk. We're, we're real professional up here, yes. aren't we? There's the Lily. There's the Lily family. We're just introduce you to everybody that walks by. <laughs> all my kids have walked by. Mike Brewis. All right, one thing, uh, folks, as we get started, we're learning new names too, so bear with us as we call it. We're calling out names and stuff, because like Brian said, everybody, you know, seniors are gone. We got a new cast of characters to get to know and know their position, so we'll call it the best we can. Give us a game Give us a game to break in. This is our jamboree. That's right. It's radio we, jamboree. We gotta get warmed up too, get back in game shape. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen, my friend. <laughs> They're too old. All right, back for receiving for the Fort Payne Wildcats is number eight, Brandon Oliver. Now, I do remember Brandon and Caden Dubose. Dubose. And in the middle, is that, is that uh, Blinks? Yeah, he's going to be short <clears throat> just in case one is kicked a little bit short, but it should be Brandon or Caden. We've always said if, if Blinks has it, well, I'm not getting in front of him. Yeah, he, he could. He's, <laughs> he's dangerous. He can bring it. Oxford will be kicking off as we get ready for the unofficial start for the 2023 season. 
And Oxford gets their players set up. Kicker points everybody, gets them in the right place. Checks the line, and here we go. Oliver fields it on the far side. He's up to the 30, and he's brought down right about the 30-yard line. That's where Fort Payne. 20, I'm sorry, 21-yard line. That's all right. We'll get you, we'll get you, you know, started. I, you know I blow that several times. I'll go across <laughs> the 50 and keep going 60 and 70. There remember? you go. So now an opportunity for Dax to see what they start out with. Dax has got Templeton in the slot. Oliver's out to his right. Oh, they got four wides. I'm trying to see who's on the other side. Debo's in the background, backfield with door. He takes a snap. He looks downfield, throws across the oh, middle, wow. wide open. Number oh, three, goodness. Templeton, and just overthrew him for an wow. incomplete. Adam, I really, really uh, a little bit unconventional first play call. Usually you're trying to set the tone with the run game, and they fake the handoff to Caden and throw across the middle. He was wide open. He was open. If he catches that, uh, depending on how fast he is, he's got an opportunity to make some big big yards on that. It's going to bring up second and ten now for the Wildcats. Barndor is going to hand this one off to DeBose. DeBose up the middle. He stacked up hard, maybe a yard gain to the 21-22. Yeah, Oxford, Oxford is going to be extremely athletic. Um, not not much, much bigger than us, but they will be bigger than us across the board. But a lot of athletic folks, and I believe they've got a – they did have a, a five-star defensive back. I'm not sure. Is he the one that transferred to uh, – his brother transferred to Thompson. It's going to bring up third and nine. Varndor looking to pass. He's going to roll out this side. He throws across the middle, oh, no. intercepted. <laughs> Nobody's over there but lineman. Yeah. Number 33 has it, trying to follow his tackle, and he gets it back to the 18. Oxford will get it first and 10 from Fort Payne's 18-yard line. Yeah, not the start that you wanted from uh, Dax there, but you got to get this. This is why it's first game. It's jamboree. Opportunity to learn what you need to do. So good, good, some good things happening there. Line giving some time for protection there. I, I saw some good things out of Malcolm Jackson on the right tackle spot. Um, so they're going to put the ball at the 20. Gets his knees down to 20. That's going to bring up first and 10 for the Oxford Yellow Jackets. Trying to see who their quarterback is. If you can give me a number on him. Running back's in the way. Can't see. Referee's call. Blew the whistle. Oh, it's the old equipment change. Uh, here we go. <laughs> first play out of the gate. The old they're equipment. on top of it. They're going to run in another lineman because the lineman had to go out, so they had to bring another one in for the old equipment fix. All right, set at number quarterback for Oxford is number, looks like 16. That's going to be Mims. And we have a timeout on the field. Is he going to send somebody else out? No, somebody moved. So was that a flag on the play? Yes. Uh, I'll stop. Oxford lined up in the neutral zone, so that's offsides penalty. Glad you knew that one because that's usually offsides defense when they make that. Yeah. Yeah, in high school ball, you can be offsides on offense. All right, that's going to back the ball up five yards, so it's going to be first and 15 from the 25-yard line of Fort Payne. Mims is the quarterback. He takes a snap. He's looking to throw. Stands in the pocket. Gets across the middle to an open receiver. 
Fort Payne there. He gets maybe three yards on that pass, yeah, maybe nice, four. <clears throat> nice play by Tyler Wooten to come in and make the tackle. That's a that's a big kid there at that little H-back spot for Oxford. He he looks to be well above six foot. <laughs> and I would venture to say about 225. That's going to bring up seven, second and 11 for the Yellow Jackets from the Fort Payne 21-yard line. Fort Payne with an early turnover here in the first part of the Jamboree game. Mims has one lone running back behind him. He's going to fake the handoff. Again, lacrosse nice over coverage, the side. Nice coverage. Fort Payne had him covered up for incomplete yeah. pass. Great coverage by Connor Kinsley, giving a cushion, but then breaking down and being ready for that out route. They're trying to just throw to the sideline, and Connor was really tight coverage. Great job there. And a running back is Damius Wilson for the Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets are setting up four receivers like Fort Payne, two as they're on the far side. Two near side, two far side. One running back with the, with the quarterback in the backfield. Oxford gets their signal from the coaches. Third and 11. Mims takes the ball, steps back. Bennett coming on a blitz, throws out route. Oh. Fell down. Fell down and touchdown Oxford. In position, uh, Bennett almost gets to him. And um, is that Figueroa? Yes. No, it's Taylor Shaparo on that coverage. Linebacker spot, the outside linebacker covering that out route. And had him, was in position and then just slipped. He was there, fell down, and, of course, it's hard to right there against the sideline. Just you in the sideline. Yeah, good good pass by the Oxford quarterback and touchdown for Oxford. All right, with well, the Yellow Jackets set to for their extra point, they lead 6 to nothing here with 9.30 in the first quarter of this Jamboree game. And looks like Fort Payne jumped, possibly. Referees have blown the whistle. Yeah, these are the types of things that you like to get a lot of this sloppiness out in this first game so that um, hope, hopefully it'll minimize it for next week. A dead ball, but they haven't said what it is yet. Well, that close to the goal, they're just going to move it just a little bit, half the distance. Oxford still setting up for the extra point after the First touchdown of the evening. <clears throat> Hold. The kick is away, and it is good. For uh, Oxford leaves Fort Payne seven to nothing. We'll take a one-minute break. Be right back. Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with.
field. And they now lead 14 to nothing in the, this Jamboree game. Uh, you always need to check out Patterson's Music and Jewelry. They rent, sell, and have services, and they service a variety of musical instruments and sound equipment. Drop by to see Dan and Marie and their beautiful selection of jewelry or have yours clean. Located in historic downtown Fort Payne. That is Patterson's Music and Jewelry. All right, 540, 5.30, 5.40 to go here in the first quarter. You have to do calisthenics on your mouth. I know, I'm gonna, I'm do that. I've noticed Oxford has moved that guy, both their kickoffs. I wonder if that's uh, planned. Yeah, they're probably trying to get Fort Payne to set their protection and then changing it up. All right, Oliver's going to field it far on the far side from us, and he's going to be taken down hard at the 16-yard line. It's going to bring up, bring up first and 10 for the Wildcats on their third possession of the night. We'll see if we can, you know, put something together. You know, like you said, this is a, you know, get out, rest, you know, work out the kinks, but you'd like to see a sustained drive. At least, even though yeah. you may not get points just out of it. a couple first downs. Anything that, that just uh, Coach Elmore and the offensive staff are creative enough to get um, guys open, to get plays blocked. Just see some execution. Just make some advancements here. Varnador throws it out to Dubose. Dubose forearms a defender and then makes it yeah. up to the 25-yard line. It's a good pickup. Are they giving the 24? Let's see. They're going to give them the 24-yard no, line, so that's going to bring up second down and three. Yeah, nice pickup. Just getting something in the flats, getting Caden uh, out in space where he can use his skill set best. Fondador takes a snap, stands tall, throws it. It's a receiver, but the defender's there to knock it down. Okay, good cover. Yeah, we've got a flag. No, trying to throw it to Nolan. And, uh, corner comes over top of his back. So good play by Nolan. Uh, good play getting that interference call. And with that interference call, I believe that's going to get us our first. The Cav fix it first down. <laughs> I said with that. I said with that interference, it's going to get us our first. The Cav fix it first down. Fix it first down. Fix it. Did I say fix? All right. I, I see another north cut over here to my to my yeah, right. We got them running everywhere. Uh, not sure how many we have here tonight, but <laughs> when they get hungry, they'll show up at the house. We that's, only live right over there. That's so. it. All right, first down for the Wildcats at their 39-yard line. They hand it off to DeBose. DeBose sweeping right side. DeBose following his tacklers, and he gets it up to the 45-yard yeah, line. Good pick up there. Six-yard game for yeah, DeBose. I'm, I'm liking Malcolm Jackson on the right tackle. He's really doing some fighting in there. I'm trying to seal off that edge. As Coach Elmore mentioned in our interview, jo uh, Jordan Wright, we call him Jay Wright. Um, great job communicating, setting the protection, setting the blocking schemes. He does a good job. Fort Payne with four wides now. Varnador takes a snap. DeBose moves out. He's going to throw it deep. He's top. got a receiver with a step. Mm. Just a little too over, has a little too much overthrew Fowler there yeah. on the left side. Yeah. Nolan had a step on his, he had on a, his guy. He had a step, maybe a little more air under that one. But, you know, that's that's why you do this game. Yeah, four birds just trying to spread things out. Um, you know, and that's always a great play call in second short-ish. Yeah. You know, try something. We would on. always do that. When I was coaching at Opelika, Brian Blackman, our offensive coordinator, was I – mean, you could almost just cash a check on it. If it's second and short, he's going to throw one over the top. It's going to bring up third and four. Barnardor fakes handoff, throws across the middle, and in the 
crowd yes, of defenders. That, yeah, that was tight. That's a tight window. He almost got it in there, but it's still a tight window. Tried to hit Griggs right streaking across the middle, and it goes incomplete. So that's going to bring up fourth down. Fourth down will be set to punt for the second time in here in the first quarter. Yeah, I, I th saw some good things, some improvement there. Dax throwing a little bit better touch. I'd like to see that deep ball have a little bit more touch on it, but that's okay. You just want to see some improvement. You know, each week you want there to be, I mean, we're taking a couple steps. And, and so this just gives you a little bit extra bump of trying to take that next step, right? All right, here's the kick almost. Oh, wow. wow nice spiral, though. And it sends the. And he fell down. Sends it back. He didn't He's touch down, the knee, guys. though. It's elbow to touched. But Fort Payne's there and pushes out of bounds at the 14 yard line. I think his elbow hit the ground, didn't it? I thought something hit the ground. Knee, shin, elbow. He sent the... Yeah, Coach Elmore thought so, too. He's saying, too, his elbow hit the ground. And that guy's saying, that's not my call, Coach. That's a great That's a great line, Red. You use it every time you can. That's not my call, Coach. I, that's not mine. That's his. I can't do anything for you. And it but would, I can empathize with you. I can sit here and... It would have been a little bit deeper, but Fort Payne has them pinned to the yeah, four, what, 14. Inside the five, it's about a 10-yard difference. I tell you what, Fort Payne, you need to watch that uh, that crossing route across the middle. Yeah, for, uh, Oxford has got some very talented athletic wide receivers, so Fort Payne's having to use some creativity, and they're spreading it out and throwing Williams it out throws it out to running back to the right side. He gets a, he gets a, a cuts through his tackle and makes it up to the 20-yard line. Cuts through his uh, blocker, not tackle. It's going to bring up... Second down and four. Oxford, three wide receivers, one running back in the backfield. Williams, the quarterback, he's going to hand it off to Rumex, sweeping the left side. He's trying to find his hole, and Fort Payne's there, but not in, not in time where he to stop him. He picks up a first down at the 26-yard line, or 25-yard line. So first down for the Yellow Jackets. Here with 3.15 to go in the first quarter. Yellow Jackets leading Fort Payne 14 to nothing in this Jamboree game on a Thursday night. Here on a wonderful evening in August. Yeah, very comfortable. Man in motion for Oxford. Fake the handoff. Running backs on. Throw it out to the man in motion far side. He tries to get around tackle. Fort Payne there for a short gain. Yeah. I, that, that must have been, that looked like an RPO as well because they had both tackle and guard pulling again like that that little log block and then the quarterback peels out right, which usually you don't have a naked on something like that, but they did on that one. That's going to bring up second nine for the Yellow Jackets. It'd be nice if Fort Payne could hold them right here and get a punt. Yeah, Fort Payne doing a good job of just at least stymieing. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that Oxford's not trying to go right at Fort Payne, right up the middle, but that may be, they may have looked at Bennett and Carter and said, listen, our best option is to go out wide and get athletic with them. He looked like he moved. Throw across the middle, big number 19. He gets away from tackle. He's loose. He's at the 45. Gets away from another tackle. He's at the 40. All the way down to the Fort Payne 31-yard line. That was the big kid I was talking about earlier. Yeah, he's number 19. Yeah, he's very, very athletic. Made, made Pat and miss, and then it took off. He's pretty fast, too, for being that large. All right, first down, Oxford. Looks like they're going to mark it down at the 32-yard line of Fort Payne. First down. Oxford sets up with three wide receivers, two far side, one near, running back in the backfield with the quarterback. He takes a snap, rolls to his right. Looks over, finds the receiver open, and he gets out of bounds after about a six-yard gain. 
Fort Payne sub it in, Will Patton in for Hayden Presley. I think they're going to give him five, so it's going to bring up second and five for the Yellow Jackets. Here with a minute 31 left in the first quarter. Takes a snap. He hands it off to his running back. He sweeps left side. Fort Payne there, there and eats him up, and he's not going to get any further. He get maybe a yard gain out of yeah, that. Yeah, great job, uh, Patton and Bennett. Will Patton comes down and sets the edge, forces the running back to come back inside, and, and Bennett Blank's there waiting on it. Nice job. That's going to bring up third and four for the Yellow Jackets. Fort Payne needs to uh, stiffen up right here and get a stop. Yeah, you'd love to see. I'm not sure if we try to stunt here, bring Bennett up the middle, kind of disrupt things. Now they're going to stay in, stay in pass. Play. And they get out. He's got to stay up on his defender and just a little bit overthrown incomplete to bring up fourth down. Yeah. He, like uh, like Fowler for Fort Payne, had a step on our defender, but luckily yeah. it was overthrown. You know, I've, I've, um, I've heard before from from defensive back coaches that are a higher level than high school that it's that's really actually a hard ball to throw even if you've got a step on him because he's got to lay it right up over top of the defender so even if he's got a step on you that's not the worst position in the world because that's still a difficult throw for the quarterback he's got to put it real precise to make that happen yellow jack is going forward on fourth they hit a wide a wide open running back out of the backfield and he's pushed out of bounds at the nine yard line for a first down yeah that isolation on carter there and Really tough coverage there. Looks like looks like the maybe seven yard line. Let's see where they put the ball. That's gonna put it on the eight yard line. So first to go from the eight again for the Yellow Jackets. I would think Oxford would want to try a field goal there just to see if their guy could make one. 28 seconds left here in the first quarter. Fort Payne trailing 14 nothing to the Yellow Jackets. First and first and goal. Mims with the snap. Don't want to cross the middle of the receiver. A little too high. He was wide open. Nobody covering the running back out of the, in the flats on that. Somebody's got to step out there. It looks like man coverage, a man free look there. 13 seconds left. Second down and eight for the Yellow Jackets. Uh, Oxford's going to set up. Three receivers, two near side, one one way out far side, and then the running backs with Mims. Mims going to hand off to him. He's going to sweep left. Fort Payne's there, but he gets through a hole. Fort Payne tackles him at the three-yard line for third down. Yeah, you know, there's another part of this, uh, Chris, just trying to develop game legs and getting used to the action and the intensity and the adrenaline and all that kind of stuff as well. Yep. All right, that's going to be the end of the first quarter here in this 2023-2023 uh, 23, 23 Jamboree game. Fort Payne trails the Yellow Jackets 14-0. We'll take a one-minute timeout. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football on WZLB. Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, 
the finest traditions of community banking. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! We're back as we get ready to start the second quarter. I have, me and the specialist, Brian, have failed to mention, uh, we also have FPTV here with us tonight. Yeah. So yeah. You, can, you can watch this action on the FPTV app on your device. Tune in and you can see what we're looking at. You know, a beautiful evening. Uh, two uh, two good-looking teams out here. Uh, kind of like Brian says, work out the kinks. Oxford's working out a little bit faster than we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or they don't have as many kinks. That's true. All right, that's going to bring up here as we start the third, I mean, the second quarter. Oxford third down and goal from the Fort Payne three. Let's see what their coaches have dialed up. So yeah. far, they haven't gone straight at us, Brian. No, they really haven't. They've, there's nothing been man on man, block on block. It's usually been some kind of pull or kick or the sideline. It looks like they're going to here. It's two tights. Mims going to take snap. He's going to throw it to a receiver in the end zone, and he makes the catch over the defender for a touchdown. Poor Payne had Mason Chandler right in there on Mims right as he released it, which that's still shocking to me, Chris, that they're line up in two tights and then still throw the ball up. That doesn't either you don't you know that your offensive line is capable of moving their defensive line. Or worse, you don't, you're not sure because they're going to go into region play in 6A ball. And if they're not able to run up the middle, I just I can't imagine that being their game plan. Well, they haven't run anything off the guards or the tackles at all I don't, so far. I, I haven't seen anything up the middle, or very little, I hope. All right, let's go make it 20 to nothing here to start the third quarter. Now, I'll say this, the quarterback's got a great arm, and he puts it right on the money. He has put it on the money all evening for the most part. He did right there at the end of the first quarter, miss a couple of throws, but he put that one right where it needed to be. Yeah, going to be great, great opportunity for learning. Coach is just having to be patient with those corners. Got some new corners out there. Uh, I didn't see if that was uh, Kinsley or Shapiro. I mean, uh, Caminiti. Snap, extra point away, and it yeah. is good. 21 to nothing, Oxford leads here in this Jamboree game. We'll, we'll take a quick 30 second. Be right back with more Fort Payne football here on WZOB. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. Make sure you come out and, uh, you know, give your rival a hard time. Yeah, come on out. Top Cat Trophy on the line. Top Cat Trophy's on the line. Uh, same color, same mascot. Can't go wrong if we're black in Vegas gold next week. <laughs> That's right. 
All right, Oxford set to kick off here and just inside the second quarter. Again, this one's filled by Brandon Oliver. Now he's closest to us. He's going to run across midfield, I mean, across the far side, trying to find a way to cut up and cannot. Oxford's there to eat him up again as he gets it to the 12-yard line. Looking for, looks like he's looking for, I know he's looking for a hole, but uh, they, the Oxford uh, defenders feel, feel, are feeling him pretty quickly. Yeah, not much there. All right, here we are. The, it's our fourth series of the night. We did get a first down mm -hmm. from a penalty. Uh, last series, let's see if we can earn that first down this series. You know, like steps, like you said, steps at time. Couple of first downs together. Yeah. Four receivers made in motion now. They're gonna hand off to Bose up the middle. DeBose gets a couple yards, maybe a yard. They're gonna give him a yard. So it'll be second down and nine from the 15. Yeah, Oxford playing a, a shell, two shell on top. Meaning, uh, if you're playing a cover two on top, meaning you're just not going to give up anything deep and you're going to rely on those front guys. It looks like maybe a, they've got only five guys inside the tackle box, and they're saying, we'll dare you to run it up here. That's five on seven right there. Bonador takes a snap. Has to roll out from pressure. Throws it downfield. Has a wide-open receiver at 30-yard line. That's a good-looking pass there. And that's going to bring up a DeKalb fix it first down. Earned first down. That was to number six. Blake Griggs. I'll find it. Blake Griggs. I got it in front of me. I'll find Blake Griggs. A nice catch. Throwing catch there by Varnador to Griggs. Yeah, nice job there. That play started with a fake handoff to the Bose. Yeah, he had to scramble out right side, and Blake came across the middle. Blake was actually the running back in motion and then cut back across. That's the first time I've seen that formation before Payne tonight. They're going to have it to the Bose, but Oxford's in the backfield, and he's going to lose three yards on that yeah. play. They, had, they ran that a lot last year where they do three cl in close on one side, kind of in a V formation. Yeah. That's the first time I've seen it run tonight. They're going to say just two-yard loss. I think it's a long two, but second and 12 now for Fort Payne. Fort Payne with four receivers, three near side, one far side. DeBose in the backfield with Varnador here with 10-13 to go in the second quarter. Fort Payne trailing Oxford 21 to nothing. Varnador takes snap. Throws it up downfield. Receiver's out there, but a little bit out of bounds. Yeah, got a flag call here. And a flag call. So it looks like we got maybe pass interference. Oliver, the flag on the play. And we'll see what that is here in a second. I didn't. Oh, there he is right there. Holding on, uh, holding on Oxford. So that's going to give 10-yard penalty for Fort Payne. That's going to make it now second and, you know. Well, they moved the stick. That was first down. So it was enough for a first down. I was, I was watching the guys with the sticks. Yeah. They weren't moving. So it'll be first down for Fort Payne on their own 39. Yeah, making some ball movement. Here's some good decisions. Fort Payne again with four receivers, three near side, one on the far side. Barnador takes a snap. Looks over to Bose. To Bose, this side, he got he runs power on the defender. He's over, knocked out to the 50-yard yeah, line. That, that's a similar. Fort Payne's and Oxford are really running very similar offenses, and that is we're not going to try to – Fort Payne's not trying to run it right up the middle, and Oxford's giving them numbers up the middle. They're, they're playing real soft coverage, but uh, Fort Payne able to take advantage of getting Dubose out in the flats and just letting him make a play. That picks up a DeKalb, fix it first down for Fort Payne as they now have the ball on the 50-yard line here with 9.38 to go, trailing 21 to nothing. Man in motion for Payne. Arnador takes a snap. 
He looked for that man in motion, not there. Now he's going to roll, trying to escape pressure, and he's yeah, going to get do tracked down and lose a ton of yardage on that one. Yeah, Coach Elmore's going to want him to throw that ball Alvin away. Before he that was a That was a 17-yard loss, looks like. Yeah, Dax, uh, I don't think Dax thought he could get away. I think he was just trying to avoid a fumble, maybe if he tried to throw it out of bounds. Apologize, that was a 13-yard loss, so it's going to bring up second and 23 for the Fort Payne Wildcats. Bardor takes a snap, looking, finds his receiver, Griggs, over the side, but yeah. Oxford's there, only, only like a two-yard, three-yard gain on that play. Four, uh, Fort Payne's tackles. The Jackson brothers are having a difficult time with number 10. I, I've been watching him the last couple plays. He, he's a man, and uh, single single blocking him is going to be a problem. That brings up third and 20 for the Wildcats. Third and 21, they're going to call it on the board. 8.30 to go. Ardor takes a snap, throws it to number four, uh, Fowler. Fowler trying to get through, and he's going to get taken down after about a six-yard gain at the 45, but not near enough yeah. as Fort Payne will have to punt. Yeah, trying to short straight. Uh, Oxford is by alignment is not going to give up the deep ball. They're making Fort Payne throw it up underneath, and then just uh, gang tackling, swarm tackling them. So that's going to be fourth and 16 for the 44. Fort Payne set up to punt. Hampton will receive it for Oxford. He's back on their 20-yard line. There's a snap and the kick. I'll tell you what, he's another, good another punt. punt. Sends him way back Very to the nice four-yard line. And he's looking for a hole, and he finds one over the far side. Fort Payne trying to take him down. He's over the 20. He's at the 30. He's at the 35, and he's knocked out of bounds at the 37-yard line. Now they're going to say 36-yard line. Nice return for Oxford. Two nice punts for Fort Payne. Yeah, Hayden Chambers done an excellent job punting the ball tonight. But, Fort, but Oxford gives Oxford decent position as they'll start this drive on the 36, leading 21 to nothing with seven and a quarter to go here in the second quarter of this 2023 Jamboree game. Thursday night special. Yeah, really like to see the offense here uh, and the defense get a stop. Uh, awesome to see a three and out, but just anything on a third down, third and long, getting a stop just to kind of feel what that feels like. All right, Mims takes snap. He's going to hand off to his running back. There's he's got a big hole, middle. and he's right up the middle. He gets loose, and Fort Payne runs him down after a, it's like 16-yard gain yeah. as they get across the midfield to the Fort Payne 48. There was the up the middle. There it was. So I'll, bring, I'll give Oxford a first down as they will have the ball on the Fort Payne 48-yard line. First down, leading 21-0 with 7.15 to go. Oxford has three receivers now. One, one running back in the backfield with Mims. They're going to put their receiver on the far side of motion. He's going to come this side. And a flag is thrown. Looks like they got illegal motion on Oxford. That's going to back it up five. Or illegal procedure. It's a first down and 15 for the Yellow Jackets. They'll stop the clock with seven minutes. You know, we haven't had a water break, and I guess because it's so cool in here. Yeah. <laughs> it's not miserable at all. All right, 
Four receivers now for the Yellow Jackets. Mims steps back to pass. Fort Payne trying. He's going to ground it in the ground at the receiver. He threw it at, at the feet of his running back, though. Smart play by Mims. Nice play by Will Patton. Putting pressure there. Yeah, Patton had him lined up. And actually, had I think he had his hands on him when he threw it down in the at the feet of his running back. Yeah. All right, so that's going to be second and 15. Ball now at the Oxford 47-yard line. Man in motion again. Might be the same play. And they're going to blow the whistle again. And they're going to say illegal procedure again. Is that legal procedure happening because that man in motion is turning up before he snaps it? Usually, that, I don't think that's a dead ball, though. I don't think you stopped the play for that, but could be. I'm not sure. Well, that's another five yards back, so now Oxford has the ball on their 43. Now it's second and 20 with 6.50 to go here in the half, leading Fort Payne 21 to nothing. Yeah, Fort Payne is, uh, needs to take advantage of these mistakes that Oxford's making right now and try to get a stop here. They're going to hand it off to the running back up the middle. Fort Payne's there this time as he gets about yeah. uh, four five, five yards on that play up to the 41. Yep, good job, Kilgore in there. Kilgore in there stuffing up, making some making some piles in there. And then um, Hayden Presley coming in and finishing off. So that moves the ball up to the 46-yard line. Third down now for the Yellow Jackets. Fort Payne really needs to hold here, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what kind of coverage they're going to go with. I would assume they're going to back some things off here, maybe go a cover four. We have two safeties up top, breaking Bennett out to the slot just to cover in the flats. This is definitely a passing situation. Third and 16, Mims takes the ball. He finds a nice a screen, screen up with the, the running back up the tap. middle, and he gets out. He's got his first down. Yeah. Nice play call for the Yellow Jackets. They get it down call. to the Fort Payne 39-yard line, 34-yard line. Yeah, Fort Payne's got to attack that, and... That was a screen across the middle. Yep, spread everybody out, went wide. It looked like it may have to go four birds or something like that. Fort Payne's going to call a timeout just to try to get a get a game plan. That was a great opportunity to get off the field, and they didn't All right. able to take advantage of it. Fort Payne calls a timeout. We'll take it with them. Take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Oxford Yellow Jackets as they lead 21-0 and got a big third down conversion, third and 16 conversions. They've moved the ball to the Fort Payne 35-yard line, looks like. Yeah. I'd love to see Fort Payne um, get a punt from Oxford. Yeah, so, far, the, so far, they have not stopped on Oxford. Not yet. Not yet. It'd be nice to, to make that happen. Great opportunity here, you know. <clears throat> In, in situations like this, any little win is what you're looking for. Let's get something done. Let's do something positive. And they've made some progress just throughout, I mean, from the beginning of the game till now. There's 
working out some kinks. There's a lot of things going on here. They just got to stay patient with it. Oxford with three receivers. Put one man in motion. This is the play they got called for illegal procedure, but this one goes off. Mims going to roll out. He's finding a receiver across the middle. Hit hard, but not near quick enough as they picked up the first down. Yeah, he's doing a great job of pulling it down and making it look like he's going to run, which draws in the defender, and then he just throws right over top. So first and 10 from the Fort Payne 21-yard line. Oh, there's a hole. Oh, good. We'll Mims that. appears to be a very, very poised and accurate quarterback. Don't, don't know all the stats on him, but I have to find out from Coach Elmore what, what, what the deal is with there. I didn't see uh, the end of that as he after he threw it, but it looks like he may have been hit because he's he's look, he's moving yeah. a little gingerly he right now. He got popped there. I think Bennett maybe hit him. And you're definitely gonna walk gingerly after that. All right, that's gonna bring up first down and 20 for the Yellow Jackets. That'll move the ball back to the the Fort Payne 45 now with 5.39 to go. Yeah, Fort Payne really needs Oxford's going to call a timeout here now. They are going to take a timeout. We'll take it with them again. You are, we'll be right back, and you are listening to Fort Payne Wildcat Football on WZOB. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965. He's in Fort Payne taking on Oxford. Uh, Oxford leading 21 nothing. Uh, it's been most, uh, I would say mostly, it's been just about all Oxford. Yeah. So far. Yeah, so far. I mean, uh, which you would expect. I mean, Oxford is, a, is a, a incredibly large. I would venture to say they're probably close to a 7A, 6A football team. So their their pool of depth and talent is going to be much deeper and wider than Fort Payne. So uh, it, it, it stands to reason that they're going to be more athletic, bigger, stronger, faster. And they've shown that before Payne uh, still plays its games, got talent enough to win. And so just got to keep getting better. Now the snap. snap. He's going to hand off to his running back, looking to go up the middle. And he gets through some tacklers, makes it up to, makes it 10 yards up to the 35-yard line. They ran that play three times and got considerable yardage yeah. off that. Yeah, it's starting to work up the middle now. It's going to bring up second and 10 for the Yellow Jackets with five minutes to go here in the half. Yellow Jackets leading 21-0 over the Wildcats. Taking a while to get their play call. This must be something different because a lot of them were looking at the sideline. That's an illegal formation. Williams takes the snap. Hands it off to running back, trying to find someone on the right side. He does find a little bit of hole behind his blocker. Gets yeah. about four yards, but there's a flag on That's the play. That's going to come back. When, he's, when he pulled that wide receiver, that slot receiver, back into the backfield, that put five in the backfield, and that's an illegal formation. You know what's not illegal? It's Patterson. Yeah, there you enjoy. go. Good segue. Rent to loosen up your segues here. Rent sells and services a variety of musical instruments and sound equipment. Drop by to see Dan and Marie and their beautiful selection of jewelry or have yours cleaned. Located in historic downtown Fort Payne, where it's not illegal to go see Patterson's Music and Jewelry. 
There you go, Chris. <laughs> I learned from the best, especially right. over hey, here. Listen. All right, do so your thing, baby. Do your thing. Second and 15 <laughs> with a four minutes and counting clock. Fort Payne trailing 21-0 here in this Jamboree game. And the referee is walking with his yellow flag to the middle. Well, the clock's running now. It stopped. I'm not sure what they're doing. They're looking down at the football. <laughs> 440 is what he's wanting. He's wanting 440. 440. Yep. And they wanted to reset the clock to four minutes and 40 seconds, and they, it has reset. So second down and 15 now for the Yellow Jackets. Fort Payne looking for something positive here at the end of this half. Maybe, like Brian said, stopping the Yellow Jackets on this drive. Yeah, anything that you can take away from this, I mean, it's got to make some steps. Four receivers for the Yellow Jackets. Hand off to the running back. He gets, slips left, gets away from a tackler, yeah. gets away from two more tacklers, wow. slips through, and he's off to the races, and he will score. A lot of missed tackles there. Yeah, Fort Payne had its opportunity. That's something that, that you just can't happen. Um, he's not an exceptionally big back, but that's something that Coach Barnador and Coach uh, Prater are going to not like when they watch the film on this. You got an opportunity to make a tackle, but there evidently was a flag on the play. Uh, where is that flag? Where'd you see it? Yeah, uh, well, I just saw them talking about it. I think it was blocking the back. I think uh, Big 77 pushed Tyler Wooten in the back there towards the end of the play and really had no impact. Tyler wasn't going to make a play, so there's no reason for him to push him, but he did. So that'll nullify that touchdown, but it will give Oxford a lot more yardage as they'll now have it second and five with four minutes and 15 seconds to go in the half. Yeah, that's something that'll frustrate the Oxford coaches because that's completely unnecessary. There was no way Tyler Wooten was going to make that play. That offensive lineman just shoving him in the back. That running back probably slipped through four or five tackle or tacklers there. Fort Payne defenders to get that squeeze. He squirted around out. He, yeah, we had him hemmed up, had him pinned down, and he just squeaked out, and you just can't have that happen. you got to wrap him up and take him to the ground. I always do find it interesting how they do these uh, area – regions because in basketball we play the Oxfords and Anistons and the Pell Cities and in football we play the Huntsville side. Yeah. Usually when I played yeah, it, you, you, just played you, it, you played it all sports. Yeah, that was the way when I was coaching and that was you know, less than twenty years ago it was it was um, the region stayed the same. All right, second and five for the Yellow Jackets. Say look somewhere. Four one five. Oh they're trying to get the uh, clock straight again. 415, 415, and they do. Now he whistles in. Mims takes a snap, stand in the middle. He throws over to the far side, over way up. That's probably yeah. his worst throw of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that was real bad, wasn't it? That was real bad. Yeah. Well, it looked like a quick throw. I think he might, I think Fort Payne might have been bringing some heat on yeah, it. Yeah, and he probably had the uh, receiver probably had a read route where he thought he was going to come inside. He went outside, and so it ended up being an overthrow or vice versa. 
That'll bring up third and five for the Yellow Jackets. Fort Payne with another chance to force a field goal or a punt. Probably yeah. a field goal at this distance. Uh, what do you think? Going, do you think they Hickey? went for it last time. It was fourth and short. They did. So this may be four down territory. All right, four receivers now for the Yellow Jackets. One running back. Mims takes a snap. Quick throw. Yeah. Oh, and hit real quick by the that's Fort Payne defender. That's a great play by Luke Patton there. That's that big cat right there, boy. He picked up two yards on that, but that's going to bring up fourth down, and they'll probably go for it as Brian said. I would, if I've got a field goal kicker that I need to try out, I would have to go for this. I'd have to try a field goal here. Because this is a practice game. Yeah, I mean, you're not, this doesn't count. It, I mean, unless you're wanting to work on. I think that's what he's going to do here. That they're moving around on the sideline. Nope. Thought that's he was the defense ready. getting ready in case they miss it. But I would think you would have to try your field goal kicker out just to see what he can do. All right, let's see where Fort Payne lines up here. Fourth and three for the Yellow Jackets. 3.20 to go in the half. Mims takes a snap, but the timeout looks like it's blown. Payne. Yeah, Fort Payne called a timeout right before he snapped it. All right, Coach Elmore calls a timeout. We'll take it with him. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome back in. The drones are out. The sun is set. <laughs> Did you, I noticed the same thing, too. I was like, well, there's some drones up there. I hope the government's not looking. Yeah, the drones are out. The sun is set. And it's a beautiful evening here in Fort Payne, Alabama. As the Fort Payne Wildcats taking on the Oxford Yellow Jackets in a 2023 Jamboree game. Is yeah, you're used to thinking it's like uh, Friday night. I got to sleep in tomorrow. and No, we got to go to school. Oh, you got to get them to school. You got to get them to drive a bus. <laughs> Can't forget that one. Oh, yeah, my, my wife reminds me. She's working concession stand. She's a teacher this year, and she's got to get up and teach tomorrow. Hey. She can't relax either. All right, here we go. Fourth down and three. Oxford's going to go for it. 321 to go in the half, leading 21 to nothing. Mims takes a snap. Throws across the middle. A nice Payne, play. Fort Payne defenders there. Knocks it down. Turnover on downs for Fort Payne. Great play by uh, Kyle Caminiti. I think he's a sophomore. Is he, is he a sophomore? I believe that's right. He may be a junior. But you, you know who was wide open on that play, though? He's a junior. The running back out of the backfield. Was he? Yeah. He they would, tried to he ISO. Would it, he would have had it anyway. And that was a great throw. I mean, it was good. We put the throw on the money, and Caminetti made just a great – Cam made a great play on that. A, it was a great defensive play by Caminetti. So, uh, Fort Payne gets off the field. That's a great job of the defense. That's what you need, stuff like that, getting him used to that spot and doing that. Farnador takes snap. He throws it to That's his running back play. over to the right side. DeBose makes a move, gets around his man, and he stopped after a gain of eight yards. Let's see what they give him. They're going, they're going to give him eight yards, so it'll be second down and two. Great job by Braden Templeton going in there and isolating off the linebacker who's supposed to have DuBose out in, the, in that little swing pattern. And Braden just seals off. I actually ended up blocking two guys, which gave Caden that edge. You know, I was going to say before, before the game, sir, you talked about the – not young, but inexperienced offensive line. They seem to be holding up pretty well. Ooh, that was almost picked off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was almost. But, uh, you know, I haven't seen, I mean, I've seen Dax get away from a couple. He's had a couple of sacks, but it's not, it's not as bad as a, not as bad, but. 
it's getting better. Yeah, they're 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 holding their own. I haven't seen a whole lot of uh, you know just gaping holes and um, or opportunities for defensive line. You got three. They got a three man front there. Now there's a fourth man down, but they are bringing it. All right, third so and two. It's a big challenge for this offensive line right here. Two and a half to go. Barnador with the quick snap. He throws it out to the right side and over Oliver's head. That's going to bring up fourth down, I think. Or is that? Yeah, that's a tough one. Dax might, you know, this is one of those where he might take a little bit off of that, although that's a sideline pattern and the guy was covered up too, so there wasn't much he could do. Short Payne fails to get a first down, so that'll bring up a punting situation here with 2.33 to go, trilling 21 nothing here in the first half of this Jamboree game against Oxford. Yeah, Coach Elmore has shown this the three years that I've been covering Fort Payne football, this being the third, he's got an ability to find ways of attacking defenses in the holes and the, and the places where a defense is can give you some can give you something there's another spiral boy Hayden's putting spirals on the balls every time that's he fields it at the 18 makes a move Fort Payne's everybody's getting around the outside and he's knocked out of bounds at the 33 yard line great punch by Hayden Chambers anyway coach Elmore has out he, he does a great job of scheming and calling plays and creating plays with mismatches on it and if Dax would just be patient and listen I think you have plenty of opportunities to be successful this year. See where they put the ball. Oh, there's a flag on the play, Brian. They're gonna back it up a long way. 15 yards, looks like. Illegal block in the back. That's gonna put it back at the 15. There we go. Four paint playing a little bit. Hunter Goza coming in now. I see uh, Parker Wilson getting some opportunities to play too. Um, some of these younger guys that haven't that played some last year in JV action and some mop-up duties now getting in the game, giving, you know, Caminiti getting his whole game experience. And Luke Patton new to his position, or at least the starting spot there. All right, 2.20 to go. First and 10 for the Oxford Yellow Jackets from their 15. They hand off the running back up the middle again. He slips through tackles and makes it about seven yards. Yeah. He's got to hold your gap. Hold it steady there. And he's, he's getting through the line with no problem on the, some of these. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a if it's a run blitz. Uh, Carter and, and Bennett are, are running up into the hole. I don't know if they're supposed to wait. I'm not sure, but. Those first five are coming easy. Yeah. Running back in motion. They're going to throw it out to him, and he receives the ball at the 17. Fort Payne there, but he gets around a tackle, makes mm. it up to the 26. Yeah, still line. need to wrap up. Luke coming downhill to make a play. He's got to wrap up. Coach Prater's in his ear right now. That'll give Oxford a first down. First down from their own 27 with a minute 45 to go, leading 21-0 over the Wildcats. Three receivers far side, one near. Mims, your quarterback, takes the snap. Fort Payne hits him, oh, throws wow. it deep, has a man, but overthrew him. That's tough to cover all, all those, but. Yeah, he, the receiver was in a great seam. He just, he, he, yeah. he was being hit as he threw it. Yeah, that's a tough play. To, that's a tough throw to make right there. But Fort Payne applying the pressure to Mims. He's been hit a couple times hard tonight. Yep. Brings up second down and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. Under the, th under the Thursday night lights. That's right. Oxford Band's really excited. Well, yeah. snap. He's going to hand off, delayed hand off to his running back at the middle. Of course, he's got five or seven in quickly. 
He picks up, looks like six on that play. They're gonna give him, they're gonna give him six. They'll bring up third and four. He's really strong for a small running back. Able to run through arm tackles. Well, that was a little bit of a delay, and he again he makes his first five's easy. Brings up third and short for the Yellow Jackets. Third and three, they're gonna call it. Mims takes snap, fakes the handoff, throws over to receiver this side. There you go. And the four pain defender knocks it out of his hands. Incomplete. Connor, Connor tonight is that's the second time that I've specifically noticed his ability to to drift and, 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 and shuffle back looking for the deep route, but then when he sets his hips down, comes back and attacks and makes a play. Great job by Connor. I don't there. know if you saw that or if you thought it was a drone, but there was a meteor drop right there on, over the top of the Oxford stands. Did it really? Oh, yeah. I just watched everybody in front of me is like pointing it. It looked like, I mean, it was green. It come across. Wow, and it's, I missed that. Are you supposed to make a wish on that We got to take and we uh, get it on tape. <laughs> It, it, if there's a, well, I don't know, because the these camera's going to be facing down. You're going to testify before Congress that you yeah. saw it? Yeah, well, it was right there, right over across from us. Anyway, I got distracted by a meteor <laughs> here in the stadium. It's a hey, beautiful Hey, night. Oxford's punting. Look at there. Oh, here's a punt. We have stopped him. That's going to bring up fourth and three with 44 seconds. Oxford's punting from there, 35. Kick is away, and that is oh, very Lord. short. Oliver's going to come over here, and it goes out of bounds. That's the reason they had to punt it. <laughs> if they don't have to punt, they're going to go for it. <laughs> and they're, they're shaking his hands like that's the greatest punt he's ever had. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, so it'll set up Fort Payne with 35 you seconds think, you left. You think you could out-punt that? I can't kick the ball. <laughs> I didn't say that. I could probably throw it. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm, I think I'm 17 years old. I you know, know. Like you said, these 50s. Yeah, my patella tendon told me different a couple it's, of years it's ago. It's a different kind of hurt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 35 seconds. Farnador takes a snap. He's looking downfield. He does. He's throwing for his receiver, Oliver, and he outthrows him. Incomplete double yeah. covered, though. Incomplete pass. 20 stops the clock with 27.8. Second down and 10. You know, you know our... Feel like, I feel like it's Auburn. Like whenever I watched Auburn football, their receivers are double and triple covers, and when Auburn's playing defense, their other team's receivers are wide open <laughs> five, ten yards. It can feel that way sometimes. All right, so Fort Payne with the second down and ten, four receivers, two on each side. DeBose flanks Varnador. They're gonna put a they're gonna put a man they're gonna put Griggs in motion. Varner takes snap. Here comes Oxford. There you go. It's nice a, call. Nice Spring play, play. DeBose has it, falling his tackles. He's at the 50, the 45. He dances around the defender, and he makes it to the 42-yard line for a decap fix it first down. Great, great play call. That's what I mean right there. Just taking advantage of, uh, of Oxford's over-pursuit with the rush, and it's a nice little screen call, and it played out perfectly. All right, 16 seconds. Fort Payne like trying to make a little noise here before the half. Put some kind of points on the board. Again, four wide. DeBose flanked to Varnador's left. Varnador takes the snap. Here comes the defender coming in. Varnador having to roll out right. Throws off his throws off his hip. Out of bounds. Incomplete. That's going to bring up second 10 with 5.5, Brian. Now, if, if this had been years past, who would have been? We'd put somebody out here to kick this, wouldn't we? Yeah. I just give a shot at it. I just went McPherson. Blank. McPherson, yeah. McPherson. Yeah, we'd give him that. We'd, that's plenty of distance for oh, McPherson. Easy. Yeah. 
Dude, that left footed. I, ran, I didn't ran into him. I saw him uh, that E-Day when we went to visit Auburn this past spring. Yeah, I saw him at Fan Day last week, um, last weekend. We're walking through Auburn's campus, and a kid comes around on a skateboard wearing an FP shirt, Fort Payne shirt. I'm like, hey, I, I know that kid. <laughs> 20 seconds? They won't, they're going to put 20 seconds on the board for Fort Payne. All right, 21 nothing. Fort Payne with 20 seconds now. Second down and 10 from there, from Oxford's 42. Let's see what we're doing. The referees are huddling. We're lucky to, lucky to have Miss Holly back this year for, for Wildcat football. Holly's uh, Miss, it's hard to tear away from her new grandbaby. Oh, I know. She got, I mean, every time I see pictures of Miss Holly, it's her and her grandbaby. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I'm like, where's her husband? This is her and the grandbaby. <laughs> Nothing like the grandbaby, is there? Nothing like it. So, Miss Holly, we're glad to have her back. FPTV, join us as well. You can watch it on uh, the FPTV app on your device, your phone, your tablet, whatever you have that has apps. All right, we're uh, Miss Holly's informed. We're going to try to get an uh, interview with Coach Elmore. Is Brian doing this interview? Are we doing? They're doing it. Okay. So stay tuned for that. He Give you his halftime thoughts. Okay. All right, so they're trying to give the clock guy, they're saying 10 seconds. They're taking off 10. All right, so it's 10 seconds. Um, in reality, this is, you know, really two-play territory if you if it works correctly. Yeah, I think, does Fort Payne have a timeout left? I'm not sure. It says on the scoreboard they do. So second 10, Fort Payne with 10 seconds left on their on the Oxford 42-yard line. You know, two plays could get you in field goal position if you manage it. Bonador takes a snap. Looking, looking. Finds a man, man over the middle. Caught. Nice if catch. they call it. They are going to say he caught it, and we're going to call a timeout with .9 seconds. That's all you got time now is for a kick. Yeah, they're going to. Are they going to? Well, they called a timeout. Yeah, they're going to try a field goal. That's a good opportunity for Connor to get off the live kick in. We'll stay here with it, Miss Holly. Um, so, Fort Payne calls a timeout with .9 seconds. It was a great catch by the receiver. I, I couldn't tell if he got his arms under or not. I think he did. Uh, the umpire that turned back, the only official that could have called it incomplete is the umpire, and he turned and looked. So, he was about 15 yards from the play. And this is not college ball where you have 15 cameras. No. <laughs> All right, so who's the kicker for Payne? Connor Hughes, his second year starter, did a really good job last year, especially backing up all those McPhersons. And with all that talent and all that um, kind of legacy that he had to, to endure through, really did a great job. I'm, I'm not sure if he missed very many, if any, makeable kicks all year long. Just you know, really, really consistent. You know, I believe in jinxes. And no, he, he that doesn't exist, Chris. He's fine. <laughs> That's only baseball? It's fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> Specialist has got to reassure me. He is a kicker. But you know, can, I promise you, he can't hear me right now. I'm, a, I'm a baseball player by heart, just to jinx. All right, so here comes Hughes from the 27-yard line, 37-yard field goal attempt. Time expires. Kick is no, no good. good. No good. All right, so at the half, 
Oxford will go to the locker room leading the Fort Payne Wildcats 21 to nothing. We'll take a break and be back with more Wildcat football after this. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! 
Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. Clean, not a lot of offsides penalties, which is good. Some out of position stuff on defense, but nothing really out of the ordinary necessarily. And uh, so Four Payne just doing a good job of being where they're supposed to be, which is most of the battle when you're running a defense or even when you're calling an offensive play that you're in the right spot, you got the right play called. Some some mistakes are being made, but that's normal this time of year. And so I think overall Four Payne's got a lot to build on and uh, get ready for the start of the regular season next weekend. I think it's a little different than I think last year we played our Jamboree game against Douglas. It was, uh, wasn't it Chattooga? Oh, was it Chattooga? Or, you're right, it was Chattooga. That's a, a Senate Oxford. <laughs> it is not. So Fort um, Payne looked, looked, um, looked different last yes. year when they played in the, in the Jamboree. And this is a, I mean, that's a talented Oxford team. And so Fort Payne, to be in the position to, to make fourth downs or to, to put the offense, pressure on the offense, there's, there's things that are going on that are good that you can build on. And, and um, you know, in, in this kind of game, you can't ever tell how, how far a kid's going to advance and when the light comes on and things change. And you can have a different kid literally the next week from what you had the week before if just certain things start to line up. So you just keep pounding it, trying to figure it out, tweaking things, coaching, constantly coaching, trying to get kids better. And, um, but, you know, you can, you can watch game film all day on the opponent yeah. until you line up next to them and see what that is. Looks like right real time. And I, I meant to ask Coach Elmore in our interview how much real game planning goes into a, a jamboree. I'm imagining they, they may have. It seems like I was out here the other day and they were running a few scout team plays just to kind of get an idea, some idea of what Fort Payne or what Oxford's going to line up in. But they weren't. They weren't repping it enough for, for the kids to probably pick up on exactly what, you know, when they're in this alignment, they're going to run this. So, uh, Probably coming out of the second half, I think he talked about Varnador may come out and start a few, start a few a little bit in the third quarter. I'd probably like to see him put a little more touch on his balls, yeah. uh, his yeah. throws. Yeah, that's been something that, that we you see during the, the preseason camp. He just he wants to get it there quick. He's got a strong arm. He can get it there quick. And just being able to lob it up there and put it in the right spot, and um, and he's getting better at that. So I think there's improvement there. Watching the film and just staying with it, like I say, anything like that, uh, he's got all the skills and all the tools to be a good quarterback. So there's nothing missing there in that regard. He just got to keep keep working and, and, and pounding at his craft and see where you end up when you hit the region play. Devoe showing showing some good speed around the edges. Yeah. Um, Skill guys we're not lacking in. I even Templeton uh, that I wouldn't even really looking at a whole lot during the preseason camp makes a couple plays there um nolan's going to be solid get scholar cody back you got a deep threat brandon um, brandon, brandon oliver. oliver all those guys uh, I, didn't, I hadn't seen Riker shankles out there a whole lot so he is uh i heard his parents talking before the game he's got a hammy is that right yes. okay did not know that one he's sitting out this game he'll be back scottsboro i heard him talking before we went on okay
Well, there's another one yeah, that's not in the game. Yeah, but he's got talent. Luke, I, I thought Luke Patton looked pretty good back there at the at, at Kobe King spot from last year. Um, you know, doing a, doing a serviceable job. This is his first time out there, first time as a starter, trying to get a feel for the game. He seems to know where he's supposed to be and where the alignments are and what his position's supposed to be. So he's got to keep working it. Uh, having Connor Kinsley on that one side, I mean, he's a great cover corner. He can lock down that one side. Caminiti made a great play on that fourth down or that third down play. I guess it was fourth down. And uh, so that's there. You got Carter and, and, and uh, Bennett to hold down the middle. Hayden Presley's going to hold down there. Caden Kilgore, those guys, Lucas Talent, um, those kind of guys. It's You got all the talent in the world. You got all the abilities. Hey, Dallas. Um, and uh, so I think the pieces are there. I, I don't see any gaping holes. And so here we go. Let's see what happens next week. Well, while we're waiting on Coach Elmore to come back out, they're going to interview him. Uh, let's look ahead to the schedule. Happen to put on the old trusty device. There you go. Uh, the, the the trophy. Always for top cat. Top cat. Top there cat you go. trophy is next week here in Fort Payne this time against Scottsboro. Then they travel to Etowah. Yep. Um, that's been that's always a manageable yeah, game. Yeah, they'll be that'll be a there's usually a tough matchup. I don't know what they're going to have this year, but Etowah is always usually a good matchup for Fort Payne. Then we have Mae Jemison at home and. Last year we played May Jemison. Uh, I thought we handled them pretty well, even though the score was only like twenty-one to six. I think I thought it could be worse than what it was. Yeah, they. But yeah. I understand you said I understand they've some kind of loaded up. Well, they have. I don't know exactly what has happened. I've just heard talk of a new coach, and I'm not sure exactly what that means. So I thought I heard something. They had like a like a, they got a good player. Is that right? Somewhere could be. a quarterback or something. <laughs> then after that we go to Gadsden City, which is always tough. We were real close. You know, I thought we could have got them last year. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a good game, and and hopefully, uh, maybe can can find a, find what it takes to get over that hump. Then we host Arab. We went to Arab last year. Shout out to their uh, uh, hospitality. Remember, the Arab was the one that like served us like crazy food. Remember yeah, that, that was good. Yeah, that was good food. <laughs> so Arab will come here. That's a two-hour trip. Glad we don't have to travel that That's this right. time. But then the next week we do go to Hazel Green, which is this side of Huntsville. Yeah. Uh, then we have Buckhorn at home. I'm sorry, not Arab. I'm, I apologize. Athens. It was Athens. I apologize. It was Athens. It was an A. It was an A town. It was. It was, it was You're Athens. Right. Yeah. I there apologize. Two of them. Yeah. Arab is over by Gunnersville. Athens is up there by Huntsville. Yeah. Arab didn't give us anything. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. We'll just skip that. Com skip that comment. The Arabian uh, Nights. And lastly, we'll uh, we'll find. That's right. Uh, Arab though had the sound system. The right in our ears. The crazy yeah, we sounds. Right, we were sitting by the speakers. Yeah, we were up on top of the press box with the speaker right next to your ear. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, then lastly, we'll finish the season at Cherokee County in Center, Alabama. Yep, that's where I, I set the uh, uh, the uh, longest field goal record. Did you? Back in 1990. At Center? I can. Yep, at Henry Center. Harrison. At uh, <laughs> Cherokee County Stadium back in 1990. That's what, you the, do. that's what you do when you graduate. You come back and hang out that's at right. places. McPherson's <laughs> obliterated those records, but I, yes. had, I had it for about 20 years, I think. Yeah, I, I'd claim it, though. I'd stick, stick. I did. For I'd 20 years, it. I did claim it. All right, so looking at this, come on, let's give me some uh, predictions. Over that record? Yeah. Oh, I'd have to look at it. Uh, well, I think each one of the games that Fort Payne won last year would, would be pretty similar. I, I don't know what Gadsden City has, but I think Fort Payne, you know, they... they well, we didn't play Buckhorn or Hazel Green. Last year? We yeah, we did. I don't think we did. Yeah, we did. We went to Buckhorn. Oh, right. Remember, that was all the penalties at Buckhorn. That's right. You're right. Where we almost lost the game. That's, that's, that's a food truck place. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, food trucks <laughs> everywhere. It's amazing what you remember. You've got I remember some weird ways trucks. of remembering I games. Uh, 
I don't remember Hazel. Well, Hazel Green had the two big offensive tackles down here, but we, yes. we blew past them all night long. Beat them pretty good. Right. So, I mean, unless so, so what you're looking at with you have Hazel Green, you've got Buckhorn, uh, you've got May Jemison, and you've got um, well Lee's not in there. No, we're, we're not playing. playing. We're not playing Lee. He didn't <laughs> say that the other day when you were talking to him, and I thought I thought we played Lee, but we do not. Well, we played we played like Lee last year. I think we. They were a region game last year. How are they not a region game? Okay. I don't they're know. Not, they're not this year. <clears throat> anyway, I would think that Fort Payne's going to match up well in all of those games and give themselves an opportunity to be competitive in all those games. Athens is going to be a, a, a different game because that's just a different league. Athens is going to be very similar to an Oxford type of a ball club. Uh, but in every other one of those games, Fort Payne's got an opportunity to be in it, and that's all you can ask for. Only thing I could think is why Lee would, only reason Lee would be out is maybe they dropped the classification. Maybe they went down to 5A? Yeah, but you reclassify every two years, so you're supposed to have the same region oh, okay. every two years. So Strange. All right, well, Coach Elmore is walking out. Uh, Holly, let's see if uh, he's headed over to our interviewers. They're looking at him. And they got him. So we'll go down to uh, the field here in a second for our interview with Coach Elmore here at halftime. The team is back on the field going through their warm-ups. We're really excited about this year's football season. Is there? What are your thoughts on the first half of this game? Well, I mean, when we when we signed up to play Oxford, we knew it'd be a challenge, and, and uh, we just wanted to come out and compete and see where we were. And and they made some plays that we didn't. That's nothing that I'm necessarily overly uh, concerned about as far as the future of the season. Uh, but that's why you play somebody good early uh, to see where you are and see what you got to improve and. And that's what we're going to hopefully get out of this is hopefully a lot of learning lessons that will help us not only next week but the entire season. Okay. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to us tonight. Thank you. Go Wildcats. So uh, we can just make a few corrections and, and uh, fix a few things with the offensive line, defensive line. Defensive line is getting some good penetration. And uh, linebackers are playing well, just missing some plays, kind of missing a few blocks here or there. And if we can clean some of those things up, I think we'll have a better chance in the second half. Thank you, Coach Elmore. All right. <laughs> All right, Holly, is that that will do it for us? All right, let's thank, let's do thank our sponsors. You say something while I get those up. All right, well, I'm, I'm excited about another season. Year three for me, so uh, we'll see what happens. And, and Fort Payne will shock the world. You all right over there? What else you want to talk about? Uh, sponsors. Sponsors. Uh, uh, hang on, I'll tell It's them. really good to have sponsors. That's the way you stay on the air. Yes. So here we go. You ready? In and just a minute. And here we go. He's getting close. There, there we, we go. Are. There we go. Apologize. Technology's fun when it works right. <laughs> Correct, yeah. Ms. Holly? You're talking about the piece of paper technology? Yeah, yeah the piece of paper. <laughs> well, I had it up on my screen, and I, and I erased the email right as I was getting ready. All right, we want to thank our Wildcat sponsors, Fort Payne Urgent Care. DeKalb Wholesale, Builder's Supply, Rick's Appliance, Cedar Bluff Oil, Bruce's Foodland, My Supply, Westmoreland Tire, Patterson's Music and Jewelry, North Alabama Trophies, Shankles Body Shop, 
Alpha Insurance Agent Tyler Griggs, DeKalb Fix-It Appliance Store, PuroClean, Annette Wright with REMAX Property Center, and Clark Auto Sales. That's a shout-out to all them. Thank you for sponsoring us and bringing you Fort Payne Wildcat football. And we will sign off and be back again next Friday for the Fort Payne Scottsboro game and the Top Cat Trophy. This has been a production of Fort Payne Wildcat Sports on WZOB.
Lucas Talent on the tackle. Embry on the carry. Paula Spotted on the 40 yard line. It'll be third down and seven. Wilson and Tremaine Smith on the tackle. Ball spotted on the four pain third. Second and ten. Timeout. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. 